This is Leslie. And this is Liam. And we're trading money stress for real happiness. You are listening to Seeds, a 15-minute debrief on young people's common money challenges. Every episode will bring someone new to the table to plant a foundational seed on how to grow our wealth and unlock our ideal lifestyles. We are so, so glad you're here. And today's guest is Alex, based in California, and we're so excited to have her because she actually did such an incredible uh, year-long journey across the country, and we had a submission specifically about that. So Alex, thanks so, so much for joining us. Yeah, and Alex, we wanted to ask you, you know, our podcast is focused on planting the seed to help trade money stress for real happiness, what does happiness mean to you and how are you using finances to get there? Hi, Leslie. Hi, Liam. So nice to meet you both. Um, for me, genuine or happiness comes from like genuine experiences and I like to mm. see the world and sort of see it in its raw form. Yeah. And um, using finances along the way, I've always thought that money will come and go but you know once time's gone it's gone and i don't really let money stress me out too much and i know if i need it it'll sort of come my way yeah that's so beautiful alex uh seriously resonates with me so much um Mm -hmm. and i think it will resonate especially with the listener that submitted this um this question for the day uh, where they're actually looking hey, do you guys know anyone that's done a cool cross-country experience? I want to do something more adventurous and would love to hear from someone that has already done so too. Um, And Alex, I will go ahead and steal your thunder because a past podcast guest, Varshini, actually recommended that we reach out to you because you spent, was it a year in a converted school bus riding across the country? I did. When I was 22, I just took a dive and I bought this junky old school bus and did most (laughs) of the conversions myself with very limited tools. And then I took off for a year and it was incredible. And yes, I did go alone, but I never really felt lonely because so many people saw the bus, the yellow school bus, and they like reached out to me and I met so many people along the way. So it was never lonely. What, Alex, that is incredible, first of all. <laughs> that is incredible. I, I'm curious why, and, and I mean that in such a broad sense of like, why was the timing right? Why did you decide to do this? Why was this an interest of yours? Had this been, was this more spontaneous? Was this planned for a little while? Can you elaborate on that front a little bit? Well, I sort of did the like quote unquote gateway jug of traveling and I studied abroad in my last year of school. I went to Europe and after the year of school was up, I sort of bounced around in a backpack and I loved that sort of nomadic lifestyle. When I came home and I started working, I saved up and I just bought the bus against everyone's advice. I bought it. (laughs) And then since then, um, after I sold the van, I spent two years in Asia, one teaching in Thailand, and then one sort of as a digital nomad. And now I'm preparing to do the PCT. So it's sort of an unconventional lifestyle, but I'm working the entire time. <laughs> yeah, that sounds awesome. And I was cracking up when Liam was asking why, because I feel like about every two weeks I turn to my fiance and I'm like, 
hey, should we just hop in the car and just leave all of our obligations, just leave all of our work? (laughs) So I'm like thinking to myself, this has to be something that a lot of other people look towards. And I think, Alex, to your point earlier, it's like, can we chase those experiences? Like, can we chase the things that maybe they're not actually tied up in material goods, but they're tied up in the way that we interact with the world, we, the way we experience the world. So I, I love that you were able to go ahead and, and pick up and after having gotten a taste of that international and, and nomadic experience. Um, I'm, I'm so curious because you said against everyone's um, best wishes, you went ahead and purchased the school bus. I, I can't say I've tried to purchase a school bus before. So how much did that put you back? It's it's pretty extreme to like go ahead and buy the bus like you can do so much going out and exploring every weekend like you don't have to drop everything and buy a school bus for like a great adventure (laughs) but for me um like how much did it set me back yeah in which ways yeah financially yeah yeah so the bus cost me almost three thousand dollars and there were a lot of, I looked at the first bus and I just sort of went and bought that first bus. Um, maybe I should have looked around more and like seen the other options out there, but I was just sort of nervous and I didn't have anyone else helping me. So I was just went for it and it was cheap. And I remember picking it up, paying in cash, driving it off the lot and it immediately broke down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yep. So... <laughs> Well, I feel like obviously it's it's tough to have that first big expense, especially graduating from school. But if I'm putting my financial coach hat on, we've effectively spent $3,000 for rent for 12 months. So back of the napkin math is like 250 bucks a month. I don't know. I think I might have been a proponent, uh, like a supporter of that, even That's, for the numbers. Thank Alex, you. that is... Less rent than than both of us pay in Chicago. Unfortunately. Yeah. Unfortunately. Oh, Chicago. Yeah. Luckily, the first repair was really cheap, hundred dollars, and then from there on, there were more repairs. You pay for gas. Sometimes you pay for campsites. So maybe at the end, it comes up a little higher than two fifty yeah. mm-hmm. monthly. Yeah. But when you get out of California, gas is a lot cheaper too, and mm-hmm. the cost of living. Yeah, really. Oh, I'm from California, so mm-hmm. out of the big city. Yeah, I'm curious. Was there a mapped route, and did you? Um, I guess from a financial perspective too, did you budget around? You just mentioned California a little bit more expensive with gas once you get outside. That did you plan all around that, or you kind of learned along the way? I learned along the way. I had a few um, points like I really wanted to get to. Like I wanted to see the Tetons in Wyoming. I really wanted to go to New Orleans and everything else was sort of up in the air. I had friends who reached out to me after I posted the bus on Instagram and the conversions. <laughs> come visit me in Texas, come visit me in Massachusetts. So I kind of did this like figure eight according to where I wanted to go, where people wanted to meet me or like house me. And every day in between was just sort of that was the weird and exciting part was getting from place to place. That's awesome. And it sounds like not only were you able to have this super cool experience yourself of 
really not I don't want to say being on your own because it like implies loneliness but really like taking a big leap of faith um, where you were the main kind of catalyst of that then being able to travel to like multiple places within a short period of time and and the added benefit of being able to see friends family all across the country that sounds Absolutely incredible. Um, and I, I guess I'm, I'm curious too, did you end up working all the way throughout? Like, were you doing stuff remotely like you're doing now? I did. So I studied art and I'm constantly selling paintings or people are commissioning me to paint. And I just had to downsize a little bit, like not big canvases in the bus. So I had that going on. Not a huge side gig, but I wanted to stay for a little bit longer in Colorado. I thought it was really cool in Denver so I did a work away and it wasn't my first work away and mm. that's where you work somewhere you don't get paid but they feed you and they house you and you get days off and you do kind of like gardening or stuff around the house sometimes it's farming it's like woofing work away and Helpex are the three big websites for that and then I was getting really low on the finances once I got so I went up through California. The highest point I went was Montana. Mm -hmm. And I headed down because it was getting cold in the winter, sort of <laughs> head south. Went through Texas, and then I ended up in New Orleans. Perfect timing. It was Mardi Gras. So I got what a, a coincidence. On Bourbon Street. <laughs> yeah. And it was um, cocktail serving at this cafe that did beignets and live music. And I ended up staying for like four months. I had a place to park in the van where I painted houses during the daytime and it was like this collection of houses and they let me shower and eat and someplace safe to park and then I would ride my bicycle that hung on the back of the bus down to Bourbon Street and it was good tips because it was Mardi Gras so it kind of kept me going for the rest of my time and then Jeez. once I went up the east coast I sold the van sold it for more than I bought it for but I put in a lot of money like to work on it and put in solar power so I sold wow. it for like twice as much. Wow. And I used that money to get to Thailand. <laughs> so I am sort of going like, like what would be like paycheck to paycheck, like job to job, you know, finance wise. Right. Mm -hmm. And then I'll start getting low. I'll get a job. Everything will come back. I'll meet new people and then I'll head off again. And that's sort of how it's been for the past five years. Yeah. Alex, you, and like what's so strategic about what you're doing is you are thinking so creatively about using all of these resources that you mentioned to find these little jobs that mm -hmm. don't require a fixed location, right? Mm -hmm. And leveraging your expertise and background. And I think that also ties back to how you initially answered our first question of, you just trust yourself that you're gonna find these creative outlets mm -hmm. to then ultimately get money when you need it, right? And it's because you have that drive. Some people work better in a strict nine to five in an office. Some people work better remotely. Some people work better just going as they please and trusting themselves and being disciplined to understand when they need to look for these creative opportunities. And you sound like you nailed that, Alex. Yeah. Thank you. Another big like, thing. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, no. I was just going to say, I, I can't wait to buy your book. So just let me and Liam oh. know when you start writing it. <laughs> oh gosh, thank you. Hopefully I get around to that. <laughs> yes. Seriously. But, but Alex and Leslie, I mean, I, I feel like we've really planted the seed on this topic of things to start to consider when you want to take a cross country trip or, or pack it all up and go drive off like Leslie does every other week. Um, <laughs> no, no, actually. <laughs> no, like, like you, you, like you 
I you just think about. really heavily consider You consider it. it. Yeah, you consider it for like three minutes. Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, and, but, but I do want to make sure our, all of our listeners know how this seed could blossom and grow and otherwise inspire their own wealth journey. So for the three of us here talking right now, do we have any actionable takeaways to help these seeds become plants? I, I can help. I mean, Alex, why don't you start if there's one thing that you want a listener to take away um, about that topic of what what do I think about when it comes to a cross-country road trip? Yeah, yeah. don't be afraid to start and just go for it. Like, just take it one day at a time. And, like, friends and family might tell you not to do something, but it's because maybe they're projecting their own concerns or fears onto you. But it's totally doable. I felt pretty safe the entire time and just make good judgment calls you know yeah I I I love that just go with your gut uh Alex Mm -hmm. I can like hear just the happiness in your voice as you're talking about this experience and looking back and then even the past couple years being able to really pick up and and lead with what experiences are really motivating you I think my takeaway for the group would be um, it really does not have to be a uh, major kind of life change just yet. Uh, With an investment that is, you know, close to $3,000 or even if it's far below or far above, think about like how that could potentially change your lifestyle. And to Alex's point, if we think about the cost of, you know, getting a, a school bus or getting some other like mobile place to live, any upkeep or additional add-ons you want to put into that, that's solving for your rent in most cases. It's solving for your transportation in most cases. So if you're nervous about the financial aspect, really break it down into what you might need and then think about it in the context of what you'd be able to do away with in your current budget. I think there's so much opportunity here that a lot of us honestly are just afraid to take the first step. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's exactly it. And and that ties back to what Alex said, afraid to take the first step. But also understand all of your options and your creative outlets. Don't allow your mind to get siloed mm-hmm. when your family or your friends or people that believe in the status quo or what they think the norm is, that might not be the same for what you think. So yeah, do what you want to do. Just think creatively and, and don't be afraid to take that leap if it's something that you trust yourself to be disciplined and being able to sustain that lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, as it pertains exactly. to what's bringing you value versus what kind of money you're paying for it. Exactly. But, you can't see me right now, but I'm like so violently nodding like the whole time you guys are <laughs> <on> that. <laughs> A violent <laughs> nod on Alex's end. Yes, yes, I agree. Yeah. There's and always ways to make money. And the digital nomad thing is so big right now. I did that last year and I wish I had found out about it sooner. Like mm-hmm. as long as you have some sort of internet connection, you can teach, you can trade, you can do anything to make money online. Mm -hmm. Like, it's amazing. Yeah, consider all outlets. But, I mean, I'm sad to wrap up this topic for now, but I do want to take a moment to celebrate an incredible real growth moment Uh from another one of our listeners. So many listeners. This listener is also named Alex, not the (laughs) Alex that we're hearing from right now. Uh, But Alex reached out to me on Instagram, and Alex is actually somebody that... I have a personal relationship with a friend of mine from a few years back who hadn't listened to a Seeds episode until a few weeks ago. And they reached out to me and said, oh my gosh, this is incredible. I just subscribed and listened to the first episode. Like, I didn't realize that you were putting out this content with all of these guests and all of these different subject matter experts. 
And I was like, yeah, it's awesome stuff. We're Leslie and I are learning every day too. But Alex actually shared with me. They're like, no, actually, like since listening two weeks ago, I've bought or I'm, I've bought, but I've registered for a credit card. And I actually, ironically, just finished paying off my student loans, and I'm now thrilled to make my first budget based on an online template that I found. And I was like, wow, so this is somebody that took two weeks worth of our content and has made that actionable and is now not only has their first credit card and is starting to work towards some of their travel goals and minimizing those costs, but is also making a budget and kind of for the first time understanding that they're finished paying off with student loans, understanding, okay, now I have an income and I don't understand where I want to allocate that money to comfortably live stress-free with my finances. And that was awesome to hear um, because I'm glad that's kind of what we're all out here to do, right? Just help everybody be stress-free and not freak out about finances. It's something that you should leverage to live your ha happy lifestyle. I could not agree more. Shout out to both Alex's of today's episode. <laughs> not only Alex for talking to us about her school bus conversion, but also to our listener, Alex, who's now working on a credit card budget. We love bringing up these stories because it's not just uh, our two Alex's. It's not just me and Liam pursuing wealth in real time. So we're really grateful to you for number one, telling us about what you're curious about, and then number two, sharing your growth moments. Yes, um, glad you mentioned that. Go to the link in our Seeds podcast description, share your experiences with us. We'd love to help you achieve your goals and celebrate you when you do. We seriously can't wait to be a part of that journey. And in the meantime, you can subscribe to Seeds to stay up to date on the community as we collectively pursue happiness. Lastly, huge shout out to Alex for talking to us about her cross-country trip in her own converted school bus. <laughs> so Always awesome. love chatting with you, Alex. Alex, where can listeners follow up with you, keep up to date with you and your journey? Okay, so um, thank you guys so much for having me on the show. Like that was lovely conversation that we had and I cannot agree with you guys more. So my Instagram is sort of like what's coming up, preparing for the Pacific Crest Trail and it's at Alex Etzel, A-L-E-X-O-E-T-Z-E-L-L. -L. And then if you wanna like check out some, I'm trying to start writing about like my past adventures including the bus i think i've got a lot of that on my website alexetzelart.com a-l-e-x-o-e-t-z-e-l-l-a-r-t.com perfect nice. i will definitely be checking that out and listeners i hope you do as well but in the meantime alex so nice to have you and we'll talk to you listeners next yeah, week. yeah until next week signing off bye